0: Hello, and welcome to Icon Underground Radio for the week of July 12th, 2017. I'm
1: Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David.
0: We have some various bits of news this week, and then we will be discussing uh, the latest issue of Optimus Prime, Optimus Prime number nine. Uh, so let's get on with that. Uh, to begin with, uh, unfortunately, we learned this week that Wally Burr, uh, who was the voice director of the original Transformers series has passed away. Uh, now the, the good thing is he was in his 90s, so it's not like, you know, yeah. he, he passed on before his time. He, he had a good long life, he had a good career. Uh, you know, lots of stories out there about working with him. Uh, he
2: had a stroke last year and apparently was not recovering from it, so.
0: Ah, yeah that'll do it but yeah it's it's sad news. I guess we're sort of getting to the point now where where everyone is old <laughs> yeah but uh, I mean admittedly we were uh we're we're going to be doing an episode for Patreon talking about a movie in which Michael Keaton plays a character one of whose two defining traits is being old. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Uh but uh,
2: yeah. for Wally Burr's funeral, they have booked the church for 8 hours and apparently they will be insisting on filling all 8 hours with eulogies. Wow. Um hmm. <laughs> <laughs> going to heck for that joke.
0: <laughs> oh, I do. I think yeah. Yeah, there there are a lot of uh a lot of stories out there about working with him uh from all various G1 people. Uh so yeah, that's that's sad. Uh in other news about also old things from the 80s. Uh they have released pictures of the upcoming San Diego Comic-Con sets uh which is going to tie into the whole Revolution thing uh that IDW has been doing. Uh, so there's a Jetfire, which is uh hey, just but... barely a redeco of you know the Jetfire from a few, from classics. I was gonna say from a few years ago, but how old is that toy now?
1: Um, three years maybe. It's maybe uh, yeah, maybe four. I don't know. It's it's. A bit ago, but not that a bit ago. Yeah, cause it's whatever was before Combiner Wars, I think.
0: Is it the Leader Class Jetfire? I was thinking the, the, sm- the, like, classics, the smaller one, but I guess that is the Leader no, Class. Is it a Leader? Or
1: was it a,
2: yeah, I guess it was a Leader. The 2014 one was a Leader, yes. Okay. And I guess that helps to justify the box's $100 price tag.
0: Yeah, yeah. Partially, well, there's I was a just lot of looking other stuff at there. It. Yes. Just didn't know if, you know, compared to the other toys in the package, if, if he was that big, but I guess he is. Um, the other toys in the package being, uh, Matt Tracker from mask. And this is new comic Matt Tracker. So everybody's all upset that they've taken away one of the, the terribly few generic white guy protagonists and, and made him a black guy. Um, that comic is apparently by Brandon Easton, uh, who hopefully is doing better with that than he did with that one Transformers one-shot he did that was just about how Hot Rod is terrible. It's <laughs> just shitting oh, on Hot Rod. Oh. But uh,
2: I'm, I'm particularly amused at how the comic's been running for what, six months, a year now? Mm-hmm. Almost and a year. just now is the outrage?
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, now there's a toy. I, I do kind of feel like maybe that particular segment of fandom had already written off the comics, but now that there's a toy... Okay.
1: Well, the, well, first you're bringing up the possibility that there's a mask fandom. Second, if there is a mask fandom, this is actually the same Matt Tracker toy that came out like five years ago, just with a different head. Ah, yeah, so if-
0: Oh yeah, if that's If you really right, cared a, about
1: Matt Tracker, you'd already have a toy with a white guy's head.
0: There was the, the one in the G.I. Joe line.
1: Yeah. This uh, is- I, It's the same com- toy.
0: <laughs> I completely forgot about that on account of- I mean, really.
1: <laughs> well, uh, yeah. But he's uh, not important in this- ROM! New ROM yes. toys!
0: Okay, well, we'll go in order of like, <laughs> Least important, that's that's why I was, no, I guess if I was doing least important to most important, I would go action man. Man, Yeah. uh, Leoric from visionaries, however, Mm -hmm. I like, I'm like, I would totally do, I would totally write like a modern take on visionaries because it's all like high fantasy magic stuff.
1: God, visionaries. I fantasy magic future science. Uh, there
0: is Roadblock from G.I. Joe. Yeah. Man, should've been that but, swole lady from G.I. Joe.
1: Yeah, that would've been neat, but it's like, and it's Roadblock with like mutton chops and not his usual facial hair, which is slightly odd.
0: Isn't it normally no facial hair?
2: Uh, doesn't he have you? I mean, at this point, when I think Roadblock from G.I. Joe, I just think The Rock, so. Kinda. Yeah,
0: of that's... That's fair. Uh, I just think of, you know, a Sunbow model, black guy with no hair, occasionally rhyming for no good reason. For the same reason Blaster occasionally rhymed for no good reason. <laughs> uh And then Matt Tracker, I guess, would probably come after Roadblock because, eh. And a Dire Wraith. Uh And then... ROM! Yay! yay. G.I. Joe scale ROM. He looks all boxy and silver.
1: Yeah, his, his chest looks overly boxy. It's more the old comic design than the new design?
0: Yeah. Well, the I new
1: design it. is kind of the old design, streamlined. Yeah. More Iron man
0: And then what I think is the most important part is a bunch of teeny tiny Micronauts. Because I like teeny tiny things. They're like tiny tiny like Mighty Max size small. Oh, micronauts. They're, they're, they're like
1: little smaller than an inch miniatures just barely painted figures and there's an itty bitty bar- Baron Karza that I want.
0: Yes! Teeny tiny everybody. It's speaking
2: pretty of, great. Uh, to go on a tangent, speaking of teeny tiny things, I wish they'd bring back World's Smallest Transformers.
0: Yeah, that was a fun series.
2: That Ravage was so good.
0: <laughs> I will say that I am, I am disappointed that unless this is just a mock-up for better photography, I'm very disappointed that Leoric does not have actual holograms.
1: It may just be a mock-up. I would hope at I least the staff so. would have a hologram or something.
0: Yeah, because because that was the whole thing is they had hologram stickers on them.
2: Yeah, that really seems like what they should do. But uh, I feel like it's holding out hope to think that they're just doing the different version to make sure it actually photographs well for the stock photography. But yeah, it, it's plausible.
0: I mean, I-, but I I'm hey, not holding my breath. <laughs> back in the early 90s, I read a very interesting Marvel Age article about how they make those hologram art. How they make the art for those hologram pictures. Uh, hmm. this of course tying into the big X-Men storyline that had holograms on the covers. <laughs> uh, but it's very interesting, but it certainly seemed like something you could probably manage to do for you know, an exclusive set. But yeah, that is, honestly, I would say that $100 for that really, you know, with convention exclusive prices being what they are, is really not that bad. I mean, I don't have it, but it seems like it's really not that bad. And then I just keep clicking through Entertainment Weekly's photo gallery until I get to Ian McKellen and... Edna Smith. Yeah. Go. <laughs> wait, wait. They are not in the set. That I mean, would be, uh...
2: Interesting. A leader's 40 bucks. Any one of those uh, G.I. Joe scale figures, probably 10 bucks with the accessories. So that's basically the cost of the set before you even get to the Micronauts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you get all these little tiny Micronauts. They're so cute. Uh, so, uh... Also, on the uh Subject of convention things. Wait,
2: did we um, even say Action Man?
0: I I said Action Man.
1: Okay. We, we said he, we I, cared about him least.
0: Yes, he was the the <sighs> David. <sighs> the worst. Yes. The Cut this turn off.
2: Edit
0: point. <laughs> Ooh, there's a tiger cub at the National Zoo.
2: Neat. Did I you see, see the that. hippo reunion at the Cincinnati Zoo?
0: <gasps> I did not. That baby hippo is so good.
1: Back to news.
0: Okay. Uh, yes, uh, in the, <laughs> that's the, the sad thing, in the rundown of, uh, least to most interesting, Action Man would, would have to go first.
2: I'd um, care more about Action Man if they went at the Venture Brothers went and said, no, he is absolutely the character from the David Bowie song.
0: <laughs> I would say I would probably care about Action Man some if I was British, but even then I get the impression that probably still not that much. Uh, I am only really familiar with him from, you know, the couple half-hearted attempts Hasbro has made at, at bringing that line over here and also Max Steele which Max oh, Steele got God, like a movie not that long ago and I don't know uh, the point is Action Man kind of British G.I. Joe thing
1: Wait, Action Man and Max Steele aren't the same thing? No.
2: I, I mean yes, but no. <laughs>
0: Max Steele was basically Mattel's action man.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And now you know. I mean, you might have thought that Ken was Mattel's action man, but no. Actually, it was, it was Max Steel. I feel like there's a
2: way to do action man that they haven't tried that they ought to. How is that? Instead Are of it just be... Like, yeah, this is probably actually a terrible idea, market <laughs> research-wise, but instead of it just being... Okay, a handful of villain figures and then just different versions of Action Man. Here's Night Attack Action Man. Here's (laughs) other Batman release Action Man. (laughs) Instead, it's Action Man. Action Woman. Action
1: Monkey. Action Horse.
0: (laughs) So it's like a Superman line then.
1: Yeah, instead of being Batman, go with Superman.
0: The Super Horse. Yeah. So he's yeah, it's like a British spy James Bond Jr. sort of thing. He the toy does have uh exceptional hair though. I have to it say does, that, that and also actually,
2: holy crap, someone sorry. else remembers James Bond
1: Jr.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was on like around the, the same thing? time as Exosquad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's why I saw commercials for it. Okay.
0: Yeah. That thing that you saw commercials for around the same time as ExoSquad.
1: Yeah, while I was watching ExoSquad.
0: Yes, man, ExoSquad. Squad. Just do all oh, we could do that between like Stasis Pod seasons or something. Watch mm. Exo Squad. Anyway, uh, so uh, on to. Other convention related news, the Hall of Fame nominations for this year are live. Uh, those you go to your fan site of choice or all of them, uh, and yeah. go ahead and do nominations. Uh, I know I usually do them at the TF wiki, uh, which you have to actually go in and, and put it in there in the wiki code last I checked, which is. Yeah. Always you have to learn fun.
1: how to edit, which is surprisingly easy.
0: Yeah, That's I'm pretty sure that my contributions for, to the TF wiki have thus far consisted entirely of uh those, uh the, the nominations for the Hall of Fame, and I think at one point I may have added an Oxford comma somewhere. I think
2: mine <laughs> at this point are primarily trollish redirects.
0: Yeah, that, that works, that works too.
1: I did a couple of factual, fact checking on people comparing things to anime? Ah. Like, uh, no, Nanoha hadn't come out at that point, you can't make that joke.
0: (laughs) I, I have to be careful because my, my mind veers too easily into headcanon and then that's, that's not acceptable. So, to the subject of things that piss off racists, uh, Uh. they have cast the male lead for the Bumblebee movie, and it's gonna be a black kid, yay! Yay. Uh, his, now is that George or Jorge? J-O-R-G-E.
1: Well, his last name is Lendeborg, so I, your guess is as good as mine.
0: I will wait until I hear someone who knows yeah. more about these things, uh, pronounces it, and then I will pronounce it the way they do. Uh, but, I mean, that's something that there's not a whole lot of information about yet. Uh, I mean, I guess it still confirms the whole push about it being, you know, a very sort of tween-centered cast, uh, but, you know, that's, that's fine. Do a kid's movie. I mean, it's Bumblebee. Uh, it, it is pointed out that he, uh, is in Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, but he is not actually anyone you have noticed. He was just some blink and you'll miss some person hanging around.
1: Yeah.
0: So, so he yes. was
2: Jason, also credited as Midtown High School student number
1: one.
0: Yeah, you know.
1: So, that guy in the background of a scene, yeah. probably in the cafeteria where there were most of the kids.
0: Lots of kids. Excellent, excellent hair. That's oh, big. <laughs> I have boring hair. I hate boring hair. Uh, so, uh, other news. We have. Uh, I guess I'll. I'll continue on the movie theme for a moment and mention that Shia LaBeouf is in trouble uh, because I guess he's oh, Transformers gosh. news.
1: Okay, uh, tangential, he was in three movies and he was the face of Transformers for three movies.
0: And, yeah, and I mean, I guess like he's him. as much Transformers news as Wally Burr is, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, uh I really like the Write up about it on uh, on Daily News, which is where I New York Daily News, which is where I, I looked at it. It <laughs> mentions that he was arrested and charged with public drunkenness, disorderly conduct, and obstruction early Saturday in Savannah, Georgia, after no one in the downtown area would give him a cigarette. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Uh, then also he like said some really racist stuff at. The police station, and that was not cool, dude. Not cool. Uh, sure, yeah. I will not. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's sad because he was doing so well with the whole like president thing. Yeah. The whole well, like protest, but he got
2: arrested yeah. during that too.
0: Yeah, but that he didn't do anything like aggressively racist during that. <laughs>
2: True. So I want to call attention to his spectacular hair.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it's, fa- um, hard to describe. It's, it's a very 80s haircut that kinda looks good on him, but it looks very 80s. Like, mullet
2: It's like A.C. Slater and Mullet Superman had a baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, why? Why Shia? Why? So that's his drama. I guess he will always provide us with drama. Yeah. If nothing else.
2: He Uh, is a Disney child star alumni, so.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess he was in some Disney stuff. I don't know. I don't know about Disney stuff.
1: At least he hasn't, like, officially beaten up people that we know of, unlike Marky Mark. This is true.
0: Sorry. Yeah, yeah uh, Marky Mark is a bad person. And then he tried to get it off his record. That's like, dude, no, don't, don't do that. That's not cool. Uh He if, if also, if you want it off your
2: record, give that guy a million dollars.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So last bit of news that we have for this week is that uh, so so this Flame Toys company. Yeah. Uh, which came to public attention earlier for having a toy that looked for all the world like a third-party drift toy, except yeah. apparently it's licensed.
1: Yeah, it, it has the Hasbro logo and, and web pages and everything, and it's I don't I don't think the drift toy has actually come out yet, but it, it's it's non-transforming, overly complicated, like. There's like 50 different parts in his leg to make his knee bend look really awesome.
0: So now, there are pictures of their second toy, which is going to be Tarn. What? It looks really good.
2: On the one hand, holy crap, super good looking Tarn. On the other hand, non-transforming version of a character who has a fairly significant trait of addicted to transforming.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a good how,
1: point. How many times can you remember Tarn actually transforming in the comic? I can only think of one at the last battle before he died. On Maybe the it's... other hand,
2: it was a plot point that he was...
1: Like, having people
2: killed to get replacement transformation cogs?
1: Yeah, I remember, I kinda remember that being a thing, but it's like... I mean, even in More Than Meets the Eye, where people didn't transform that often, he transformed even less. Than other people. I mean, uh, once, I mean, so that's more really than Rodimus so far. <laughs> no, Rodimus Rodimus transformed um, when they first got Megatron, at least, and they were driving around on one planet. Yeah, okay. And Megatron was relaying him information. I think there was a point earlier. Meg- Rodimus has transformed two or three <sighs> times. It's more than Tarn. Well,
0: Tarn has definitely transformed a couple times before that. But anyway, Tarn Toys! Maybe it's like when Megatron forcibly made it so Trail Cutter couldn't get drunk anymore. This is just his intervention. This is Tarn's intervention.
2: Maybe. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I'm I'm curious whether this is just like... I mean, it's, it appears to be a Chinese company. Uh, I'm wondering if they, you know, it they wanted to make third-party style toys, but they had the, the great idea that, like, hey... What if we? Do you, do you think we could like ask for the license? Like,
1: yeah, it's it's like why hasn't it happened before? Or, or maybe they're they're like like a conglomeration of people who designed third party toys, and it's like, what if we just ask Hasbro, start a different no. company? How would it worked! Yay!
0: That's sort of a a thing that we've touched on before. Is that the the decent? You know the the I guess. Grayest area, third-party stuff is the stuff that Hasbro just would not do, and that would be the stuff that you could, you know, basically be a company that they they license extra fancy collectible toys that turn into electric chairs, and <laughs> you know, yeah, this... which,
1: the extra fancy part is how expensive is this going to be, or how big is. I don't. I'm not sure if we even know how big the drift is supposed to be. Like Voyager mm-hmm. Bleeder? Eh?
0: if it doesn't transform, it could be fairly small. I mean, I say fairly small, but that I'm saying like you know,
1: there's so many parts in, your in, in the drift legs and in the gifts they've shown of of how he moves,
0: mm-hmm. really
1: articulated. In,
2: so many. Yeah, I'm parts. almost expecting like the sixth scale people figures.
0: Mhm. Ooh, like maybe. the hot toys? Yeah. Oh my god, hot toys.
1: <laughs> oh wait, actually, Someday oh, there's I a picture. The and get some When we'll the gifts you can see somebody's hand, but it's like how big is that hand? So
0: <laughs> how large is it? It's at least bigger
1: than bigger than deluxe. I'd guess Voyager size,
0: maybe. Yeah, so that'd maybe. be about in the 10-inch range.
2: And There's another arrangement that could explain this. It could be that one of the Chinese prototyping engineering houses that Hasbro already works with on a regular basis is like, okay, we want to do this kind of figure of one of your characters as a project. We'll pay for the tooling ourselves. We'll pay for the engineering ourselves. We just want to be able to do it. And Hasbro's like, eh, we send you enough business. (laughs) Fine. Do it legally.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's if, I mean, licensing for Hasbro, stuff like that is only so, I mean, they're, they're going to be a little bit vigilant about it, but they're probably not going to be extraordinarily fussy. So, you know, they seem willing, just going by the comics and stuff, they seem to be willing to give licensees leeway to do artistic, you know, things of artistic merit. And I would say that, you know, with, with design as, with mechanical design as an art, this is, has artistic merit. So, uh, so yeah, I will be very interested to see how that much that stuff ends up, uh, what the price point ends up being.
1: Mm.
2: I am expecting a price tag that has at least three numbers before the decimal point.
1: Yeah. Same.
0: Oh man, it's gonna be like that Unicron lamp.
1: Oh, yeah, oh that's... my
0: god, the Unicron lamp! I want that. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Why? Anyway. The point is Unicron lamp. Uh so uh that is it for the news. Shall we go ahead and move on to our comic for the week?
2: Sure. Yeah, let's.
0: Alright. Uh, so, yeah, we have Kay Zama back on art duties. Awesome. Yay! You know, no offense to those doing the art in between, but oh my god, it's so, you know, it's, there, there are people you're going to have trouble filling in for, and, and she is one of them.
2: And Josh continues to do an awesome job on colors, as he has been for the entire run.
0: Yes, And we get some very, uh, there, there are some moments I would, I would have been very disappointed if, uh, she hadn't gotten to do this issue considering, you know, what, what's going on with it and, uh,
1: the main character,
0: (laughs) some of the accessories involved. Uh, so yes, and, and it is, uh, continues being, uh, John Barber on scripts. And yeah, this one uh this one hits you in the gut, man. this is pretty harsh. Uh so but yes, this is about sideswipe this time, the whole issue. Uh no no B story here. Uh but yeah, it has him, you know, he they they save him. And you know, he talks to RC, they go to Cybertron to run into Sunstreaker, uh, and RC and Sunstreaker basically convince him that, you know, things, things are okay. You know, the war is over. We can move on from, you know, even though, you know, all some of us really know or are good at is fighting, you know, we can, it's time to move on from that. Uh and then it ends with him figuring out what's going on is that basically Sunstreaker and RC were doing this through like a a, a mental projection thing to tell him it's okay to to let go and die. So man.
1: <laughs>
2: I feel like I had a different experience than most people did with this. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I started off just going, wait, they, they ruled out sideswipe waking back up. This is a cheat.
1: Mm. And then at the
2: end it's like, oh.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. even beyond, I... <laughs> before that they say Rekgar's head is flying into space. Next page we see Rekgar with body again.
0: Yeah, I did. That, that did occur to me too. Uh,
2: I should have put that together.
0: So so one one note just as an aside is that on on Cybertron Sideswipe has his bandolier and his great big gun <laughs> with a random black and yellow checkerboard pattern on the side for for no reason. Yeah. Yay! G2 style Sideswipe always makes me happy. Uh but yeah, I mean, you know, there's little stuff like that. Uh but I, I do think it's interesting that, uh, you know, we have a story like this with this sort of, uh, you know, mental projection thing. And then that's also going to be going on until all are one. It's so sort of thematically thematic.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: but you know, I have to say, here's the thing is I feel like no offense to to uh, more than meets the eye and lost light, but I kind of feel like so much of that kind of thing has been happening with that lately.
1: Hmm.
0: That, you know, the like, oh, it's okay. Ah! Damn it. Okay. Wait a second. My cat just did something very bad. Cat. I mean, also, I probably sure. should not have had primus on that highest shelf. Oh.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kitty cat destroyer of worlds.
0: Yeah, literally. Uh, this looks like this part should pop back on, so that's good. All right. Also having him, you know, fall on my arm from like oh. 3 feet up is oh not not great. Ouch.
2: Having him fall, fall on your arm from.
0: <laughs> yes. Anyway, okay. So we'll
1: uh, get back. Kizama to- gets to draw so many interesting background generics, although some of them are not generics, but I can't identify.
0: Yeah, them. like, like fix it. Yay.
1: Oh yeah, that that's probably the best page. Well, best and worst because it's got the twins from the movie. The.
0: Yeah. Cusses.
1: Mm. But it's a good Windblade, and and Windblade has a Mm -hmm. lady friend of unidentifiable design.
0: Uh, That seems to be Arcee from Prime.
1: But she's got, like, more stuff on her head that's different.
0: I mean, at first I did think it was Chromia, because Chromia being, having a... been introduced into the series by Sarah Stone does not have a nose. And yeah. as we know, that is the prime defining characteristic of the prime universe, that they do not have noses. Uh, but yes, that, I mean, yeah, she may be, she's got some, some additional ornamentation, but I think it's pretty obviously supposed to be or at least supposed to be based on prime RC.
1: Yeah, RC-based. Oh, maybe maybe that's one of those, oh, what the hell, the um, local prefecture primes that they had in Japan.
0: Oh, maybe. That
1: were those. Because they were based upon existing toys, but they were wackier designs.
0: hmm And there's that that guy from the movie like Revenge of the Fallen line who was like the weird vampire car guy.
1: Oh, what? Um, shoot, what I only was, even was remember he dead him end? because
0: I actually bought him. I think that might have been I think he might have been named Dead End.
1: Yeah, because there was like three different continuity versions of movie Dead End. None of which yes. lined up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Here we go. It's Dead end. Revenge of the Fallen. I mean, I assume that it's him because he's, you know, got the sort of spindly hands, and also he's got like a little bat wing thing going with his doors. Hmm. So presumably it is creepy bat guy. Dead end. Yay! So, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, I, like I was, like I was saying, I feel like More Than Meets the Eye and Lost Light have sort of had those sort of convenient happy endings so much that, I mean, for one thing, I, you, you know, me and, and unhappy <laughs> endings are the best kind. I like it when everyone's miserable uh so so yeah i i really like this issue and not in a happy cheery way
2: i don't think there's an out from this which i think is a significant departure from more than meets the eye slash lost light
0: yeah i mean Mm. he's he's dead at the end he dies that's it he gets to die happily, at least, which is something.
2: Yeah, not a lot of Cybertronians get that.
0: Nope. Mm. And then at the end, Arcee is palling around with Aileron, which is cool. interesting. And they mm. argue about religion briefly.
1: Well, not so much argue as Arcee insults.
0: <laughs> well, yes. Uh But yes.
1: But hey, Arcee's making saying, a new friend. Your way, of,
0: your way of flame is designed to make you feel better about death by pretending it isn't real. She's like, don't make fun of my beliefs. Aww. But, but know, yeah. She, the face. She's gonna make friends with somebody who she can bond with, with thing, about things other than being a murder hobo. Yay. Yay. So that's that's pretty cool okay I'm
2: I'm trying to remember if this was in the comic or just in people talking about the comic but the implication that one of the reasons Star-Screw or one of the Re- Star fuck <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons RC doesn't believe in reincarnation or doesn't want to believe in reincarnation is because Okay, if me and Sideswipe reincarnate, great. If any of the myriad people we've killed reincarnate, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. So uh so yeah, I I really like this issue. Uh I like seeing Zama back on it and hopefully she will continue on for a bit. Yes. Uh next issue we get some more Galvatron. Looks like that story. Uh.
2: Yeah, very toyetic Alpha Tron in that preview photo.
0: Yeah, like original G1 toy.
1: Well, that's kind of how he w- was, and and this is going to be a flashback to back when he was murdering, presumably the Beast Transformers or whatever it was that was going on.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I I like. Should be it. fun. That's just that's what I gotta say. Yep. I liked it. It was a a very appropriate and emotional and it was a good twist. Uh The art was really great. Coloring was really great. Lots of bright colors. Uh, I feel so, like it was
2: really representative of the modern era of Transformers comics and kind of encapsulates the whole concept of trying to get past the war and that having consequences.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Put it very well. Alright, so we have any, do you know if we have any comics next week? I think! Do we have that, that ROM crossover next week?
2: We have cool. Clue 2, DuckTales 0, mm-hmm. ROM vs. Transformers Shining Armor number 1. Yay! Some Star Trek stuff, some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff, uh, till All Our One number 12.
0: Oh hey, we're gonna have Ooh. two to talk about.
1: Oh, the last one and
2: no. the Amelia Cole omnibus is getting released.
0: Mm-hmm. So if
2: you were into that monkey brain comics production, get the omnibus.
0: Interesting. All right. Uh, so yeah, we should have a couple things to talk about next week, and whatever exciting news. Hopefully, no one else dies and/or says super racist things while getting arrested. Yeah. In the meantime. But until then, <laughs> call it a call it a week. Here, this has been Jen
2: and Alex and
0: Ground Radio is hosted by IaconUnderground.net. We are listener-supported through Patreon, where you can help us cover the cost of running this show and our other podcast, Stasis Pod, at patreon.com slash underground. We are on Twitter at IaconUG, Tumblr at Iacon com, and Facebook at facebook.com slash underground. Oh, I'm sorry, my cat is making really great sounds at me right now. I'm being really amazing. Sorry. (laughs) Put that in the, put that in the outtakes.